The whole thing started with a dream. Kurt hadn't seen her in almost thirty years. Her name was Vicky something. They had met at a Doobie Brothers concert in Boston sometime in the late 70s. Kurt and his buddy Phil were hanging outside the music hall smoking a bone when these two chicks walked by. Kurt made eye contact with the cute blonde who smiled a cute little smile that was mostly innocent but with just the right touch of naughty. Hoping to work his way into those tight designer jeans, he offered up his joint to her. She gave a quick look to her friend as if to say, what do you think? And her friend gave her a look that said, yeah, why not? So they got stoned together and traded their respective tickets to a scalper on the sidewalk for four together. The vibes were good during the concert, and Kurt thought he had himself a sure thing. Afterward, he tried to convince the girls to go back to Phil's place and keep the night going. But this Vicky chick was playing hard to get. Refusing to accept any answer but yes, and not paying any attention to Phil's incessant whining about forgetting them, Kurt followed the girls to their car and tried to sweet-talk them into keeping the night alive. Vicky said no with a fair degree of finality as she opened the car door, so Kurt went for broke. He grabbed her by the shoulders, spun her into his grasp, and planted a lip-lock on her that he was sure would change her mind. Unfortunately, it only cemented her stance, and she let Kurt know by driving her knee square into his balls. Suddenly, there was no air to breathe. Little blue lights were dancing before his eyes, and he found himself on the ground holding his groin. To emphasize her point, Vicky delivered a solid kick to his ribs, causing the blue lights to triple in size and the air supply to decrease to less than zero. Then she screamed. Phil scrambled over and tried to help Kurt to his feet and out of harm's way when one of the cops patrolling the parking lot pulled up and asked what the trouble was. Kurt wheezed and croaked that there was no problem. He had slipped and fell. It looked as if the cop was going to buy it and split until Vicky told the cop that he didn't fall. She had kicked him in self-defense because he was trying to rape her. Despite the agony in his crotch and the lack of air in his lungs, Kurt heard that one word louder than thunder. Rape? Did she say rape? Was she serious? He was only trying to show her what a good time she could have. He never got a chance to explain himself, though, because as soon as the cop heard rape, he was out of his car and on top of Kurt with amazing speed. The next thing Kurt knew, he was back on the ground, face down in the gravel parking lot, with a 200-pound cop on top of him driving a knee into his back and handcuffing him. That was a week after his 18th birthday, making him of legal age. And because Vicky was only 16, it did not bode well for Kurt. Six months in the joint and two years of probation for aggravated assault and attempted rape. Kurt could trace almost all of his problems in life back to that night. Even thirty years later, it seemed that he was still paying the price. He had never been able to get a decent job because nobody wanted to hire a high school dropout with a record. He didn't get a break then, and he still couldn't get one. Life sucks.